Welcome to Conversations with a Tech Recruiter. Thanks for joining in. I am your host, Dean Kulawira. So today's episode um, is going to be geared more towards the recruitment side of the equation. So today, um, today's episode is for my fellow recruiters, whether you're on the staffing agency side, such as myself, maybe you're on the corporate side, maybe you're a hiring manager, your HR, whatever the case may be, if you're someone involved in the hiring, recruitment, and interviewing process at an organization, today's episode, episode is definitely for you. What I want to speak about today is certain aspects or certain things that might be occurring in the recruitment process that might be costing you great talent. So let's get right into it. So look, I've been hearing and reading about a lot of obstacles organizations are facing in their recruitment process in relation to finding, recruiting, and hiring great people for their organizations. Candidates getting multiple offers, candidates ghosting, not showing up to interviews. I know we all hear about all those, uh, see all those articles and stories about that. Or simply just candidates not even showing up on their first day of work. Candidates dropping out of the interview process, turning down your offer, even though your offer makes more uh, sorry, offers more money and compensation, a better package than other competing ones. Big question mark there, right? Like what's going on there? And candidates who were initially interested but uh, then appeared to lose interest. So what gives? What's going on here? And how do uh, and you know then the most important question, how do organizations deal with all these factors, factors and issues in the recruitment process? But look, I'm gonna I'm gonna offer you this suggestion though. The real question should be, what are you doing or not doing to contribute to all of that? Tough question, right? So look, if you're a recruiter, if you're an HR professional, if you're a hiring manager, that's the question you need to be asking yourself. If the same thing keeps happening to you over and over again, folks, you might want to take a look at your own processes and the actions you're taking to see what what you might be contributing to it. Now that goes for organizations or job seekers. I tell the exact same. I, I say the exact same thing to job seekers uh, in terms of taking responsibility and, and seeing what they might be contributing. If the same thing keeps keeps occurring and happening to them over and over again, same thing applies to organizations. So look, uh, that's the cold hard truth, right? Uh, but what I want to talk about today is uh, some of the top reasons I've seen as a recruiter why organizations are finding great talent dropping out of their recruitment process or turning down the opportunity to work with their organization. Uh, and uh, these are in no particular order, but each and every one of these factors are extremely important. So. If you if you're if you're a hiring authority, someone someone involved with the recruitment process at an organization, you certainly want to take note of these factors. And these are the most common factors that I've that I've observed myself as a recruiter. And I see what you can do to make adjustments or uh, or change things or do certain actions or not do certain actions that might be contributing to this. So look, number one is, and this is probably one of the most common ones, is number one, you don't move fast enough. Look, your recruitment process is excruciatingly slow versus other organizations out there who move fast on top talent. Then, when all the top talent have dropped out of your pipeline, everyone gets to complain about how hard it is to find great people, right? It's the economy. You start blaming the economy, unemployment being at an all-time low, uh, which it is, by the way, here in Canada. So uh, if you're from another part of the world, I'm not sure. You might want to check out your own local uh, statistics regarding that. But uh, either either way, this is exactly why you need to move fast. And uh, you need to approach your recruitment process with a sense of urgency. So number one, you're, you're not moving fast enough. Number two, not everyone involved in the hiring process is on board or sold on the importance of the hire. Look, this is a big one, folks. Just because you understand how important the hire is doesn't mean that all the other stakeholders do, right? Whether you're a hiring manager or HR, 
recruiter. You've got a, you've got some selling and persuading to do to make sure everyone is on the same page. And the title of that page should be, we need to make this hire ASAP. So look at your end. Obviously, you've got some you got some work to do. You got some selling to do. That's not going to be uh, the focus of this uh, of this particular podcast. I will get into detail on on that probably in another episode. But point is, not everyone in the hiring process is on board or sold on the importance of the hire. So you got some selling to do at your end, whether that's uh, finding out. Um, uh, the requirements for the position in terms of the sense of urgency behind it, the project and all that, and sell all the stakeholders on why they need to be, uh, they need to dedicate more time to the process and get this done as soon as possible. Uh, number three, you're not properly qualifying candidates who are interested in the position. Look, simply asking about their professional experience and skill set is not enough. It's definitely good. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely good that you're qualified. You're you're getting to know the candidate and all that. But you need to assess also what they are looking for. It's not a matter of simply asking about what they've done and, and their skill set, and uh, you know, telling them about the opportunity at, at your organization. Because uh, what you need to do is, and, and what you need to understand is that one person's career goals and motivations might be very different from someone else. So look, don't make assumptions. Just because you're excited about working at your organization doesn't mean everyone you, everyone that meets with you is going to feel the same way. Again, you got some selling to do at your end, folks. You need to sell these people on the opportunity, and and you need to come. You need to tie in where they're coming from, their current situation, where they're coming from, what they bring to the table, with the opportunity at their organization. And when you tie and you tie, need to tie those things together, both of those, you know, both sides of those uh, things together, and and sell them on the opportunity at your company. And again, folks, have an interest in understanding what their wants and needs are and see if there's a good fit with what you offer overall at your organization. I'll be talking a lot a lot about this specific topic, by the way, in future podcasts. So uh, keep tuning in. Uh, now, number four, you're not selling again. And this ties in with the previous one, but you're not selling top talent on the opportunity at your organization. Look, finding out what someone's prof- someone's professional goals, needs and wants are one thing. Selling them on the opportunity at your organization is a completely different task, which ties in with eliciting their needs and wants, kind of like what I mentioned in the, in the previous point. So look, don't assume they're already well-informed and interested in the opportunity at your organization. Show how the opportunity to work at your organization and what you're offering will fulfill what they're looking for in an ideal role and why your, your organization is the place they need to be. You can tell them about the perks, the incentives, the benefits, and everything else they get. But even before that, you need to have an understanding about what their goals are, what, what they want to achieve, what they want to accomplish, what, what they want to uh, happen next in their career. And tie that in with the opportunity that you have at your organization. Very important point, folks. And sell them on the overall opportunity. You can't do that unless you have a good understanding about them and their wants and their needs and where they want to go. Now, number five, not you're not offering an, an attractive compensation package. Now, money is not everything. Compensation, The compensation package might not be everything, but it's definitely an important factor. Don't kid yourself. So look, it's pretty self-explanatory. However, if you want to get and keep top talent, you need to offer an attra- offer attractive market rates for the skill set and value that they bring. And look, you might be tempted to lowball, but I guarantee that won't benefit you over the long term. Guarantee that. See it happen over and over again with, with organizations. And uh, it's, just, it's like a, a rec- this recurring mistake that I see a, a lot of organizations make. And every day I speak to candidates who took up a low offer with the company just because they had no choice. Now I'm talking about here candidates who might be unemployed. Maybe they got laid off. They've got bills to pay. They, they need something uh, to at least pay the bills and, and cover their monthly expenses. And, and maybe you, you offered them some low ball offer uh, and they took it up. Simply because, again, they got bills to pay. They, they need food on the table and they took it up. But then... Who, who have reached out to me 
to find out what I'm currently recruiting on, which pays better. Happens happens a lot. Happens very frequently. Happens all the time. So look, you got to make sure that whatever package you're offering is something attractive to the talent that you're trying to bring in uh, to your organization to solve a problem, to, to, to get involved with your project or, or, or whatever that might be might look like for you. And uh, make, make sure the compensation package is on, on point, folks. Look, uh, there's many more mistakes I've seen organizations make, but th- these are probably some of the most common and top mistakes. Uh, so make sure you're not, your organization is not making these. So let me go over them again. Number one, you're not moving too fast. You're not moving fast enough. No sense of urgency, and because of that, you're finding talent dropping out of the recruitment process. Number two, not everyone involved in the hiring process is on board or sold on the importance of the hire. So uh, uh, this point again. You need to be meeting up with your stakeholders and all the all the decision makers and influencers uh, who are affected in some way or the other by this hire, and uh, and get that sense of urgency in check and, and make sure everyone's on board. And uh, uh, you know because without that sense of urgency and without the buy-in of all the, the the important stakeholders that need to that need to be involved in the process, it's going to slow things down. It's not going or it might not even happen. Number three, you're not properly qualifying candidates who are interested in the position. Look, again, like I mentioned before, get an understanding of their wants and needs and tie that in and, and qualify what they're looking for in an ideal opportunity. Tie that in with, with, uh, with the position or the opportunity at your organization. Number four, you're not selling top talent on the opportunity at your organization. So look, you're, you're figuring out their wants and needs. You're telling, telling them about the opportunity at your organization, but you're not tying the two together. That's, that's, that's a two different things. You need to tie the two together and bring to their attention why, based on their wants and needs, the opportunity at your organization is exactly where they need to be. Number five, you're not, you're not offering an attractive compensation package. Again, self-explanatory. Uh, you need to make sure that your compensation package, folks, is attractive and it's something that will retain great talent. And, and keep good people at your organization over the long term or at least or if it's a contract for the duration of the contract or the project so look i hope those tips were helpful and uh again if you're if you're somehow in, in some in one way or the other involved involved in the recruitment process at, or an interview process or talent attraction process at any organization uh look into those uh, those points i just shared see if there's anything you can make you can change or alter or uh, adjust uh, at your end and uh, see I I guarantee that'll make a change in your uh, recruitment process and your ability to attract and keep top talent in the recruitment process and ultimately hire the people you need for your organization so look thanks thanks so much for tuning in I will be uh, talking continuing this and and talking more about recruitment related topics as well uh, in addition to more of the job search side of the equation as well for job seekers in, in this podcast uh, and again, this has uh, this has been a great episode, and I hope it was helpful. And I'm your host, Dean Kulawira, and this is Conversations with a Tech Recruiter. Thanks so much for tuning in, and uh, see you next time.